the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. It's the 63rd annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August the 2nd. The Champions Ride August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Exit 7 on I-94 east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10. The excitement begins at 1. Advanced tickets and information at hotrnd.com. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And we are back with more Real Presence Live. We're moving into the second hour. we got Brad Gray and Jeanine Bitson. Uh, leading the charge here, I guess, this morning, right, Janine? Yeah, yeah, that was a great first hour. That was fun. How much fun. Uh, it's so awesome having Monsignor Sussman on, for sure. And, and to be here at Hurley's. Absolutely. It, it's really a beautiful store, and we just, again, encourage our listeners to come down and check out Hurley's. Yeah. It's on University Avenue or you yeah University Avenue in Fargo right yeah and yeah. if you're if you're in the area and you want to come down and check out the show live here at, at Hurley's we got an hour left to do that so you're feel, welcome to to come on down as we move into the second hour now we're going to be turning our attention to uh, Brian Cooper of the Sioux Diocese of Sioux Falls he's gonna be speaking with us about the faith and business conference good morning Brian are you there yes good morning awesome thanks for being on with us this morning yes thanks for having me Great. Well, Brian, can you tell us a little bit about yourself to get us started? Yeah, um, I'm a uh, director of marketing in Sioux Falls and have been with the Faith and Business Conference now for the last four or five years. And yeah, uh, Catholic here in Sioux Falls and uh, I'm a member of St. Lambert Parish. Excellent. Um, so you are one of the directors of the Faith and Business Conference. Can you tell us about how, how this all got started and how you got involved? Yeah, so uh, our executive director, Jill Rutten, about five or six years ago had this idea. How can we take Catholic faith, faith principles and apply them in business? Hmm. And it was, a, it was a big idea when we started, and we said, why don't we have a conference where we can bring everybody together, bring in 
academic, um, people who can speak directly to these topics, business people who are trying to do this in business. How do we bring all these people together in one place and help teach them how to turn these faith principles into business practices and take their Sunday, what they get in church on Sunday, into their Monday at work? That that's fantastic. I know uh, there was a guest speaker that came into my husband's class uh, at NDSU at the Business College, and she taught about Catholic social teachings, and uh, she was a sister, and uh, and it was just great because the students were like, "Hey, I learned that when I was a kid, and you know, in, in catechism and in uh, religion class," and then the the non-Catholic students they were just like, "Those are just common sense principles, the seven Catholic social teachings." Mm. So it's what a great way to bring in Catholic social teaching and issues of, of justice and ethics into our workplace. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that a, a lot of businesses out there in the world today are using Catholic social teachings as part of their business practices. What we're aiming to do is explain to them that this is what it is, and here are the reasons and the roots behind it, and here are some practical ways that you can implement them in your business, because who doesn't want things like the common good and human flourishing and subsidiarity and all of these things that we all want, because if we have them, we're going to be successful in business and we're going to make money. Yeah. And and that is the the whole goal, is to elevate the human condition. And as business owners, there's a, a huge responsibility in that. Yeah. And I would say with the Brian with the the marketplace so quickly evolving and changing with the advent of new technologies and so on, there's really the need for the Catholic voice in the midst of all that. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah, and in today's world it's easier and easier to get that message out there, but it's also easier to get sucked into other messages that aren't yeah. right. you know, the Catholic teachings. And so that's what we're here to try and do, is to bridge that gap between people Sunday and what they get at Mass and the Holy Sacrament, and how do you take that into your Monday, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, when you walk into the office, into a place that, for a lot of people, isn't faith-based. How do, how do you continue to live an integrated life instead of a divided life, where you're living one way Sunday and a completely different way at work the rest of the week? And, and so tell us, Brian, what are some of the things that you have learned from the faith and business conferences that you've participated in the past? Yeah, some of the stuff that I've learned is what I've touched on a little bit in the past is, you know, this idea of human flourishing and the common good. And, you know, business today a lot of times is looked at as evil. People who make money are evil because they're not making it the right way or they're taking advantage of someone. And what business is really here for is the common good. They're here to make money, but they're here to make money to employ workers, to give it to charities, to do the right thing, to help the people in their organizations be the best people that they can be. And those are a lot of the things that I've learned is, you know, business doesn't have to be evil. It can be a force for good. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think that a lot of people don't realize in our world today is business can be one of the best things for people because it can help them be better people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's an important point that you make, that there is this notion out there that for one person to make more money means that necessarily another person makes less, right? That that for for one person to be able to be su- successful, that means they're necessarily stripping from another person. Wouldn't you say that that's kind of a common theme that's pumped out there? Yeah, because everybody looks at it and says, well, there's a pie, and there's only so many slices of the pie, and if you have more slices than I do 
that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. But you have to look deeper than that and say, well, what are they doing with it? How are they treating their employees? How are they, you know, mm-hmm. tithing it to their local parishes? How mm-hmm. are they helping the human condition? How are they doing all of these things that business can do that is good? But most of the things you see, you know, on TV and in the news are always the bad headlines, you know, looking back to the days of Enron and corporate right. greed. But that's not what business really is. Business was began as a way to put people to work and to let them provide for their families and do the right thing. Right, right. And it's really good that you give these opportunities for, you know, businesses in your community to, to learn more because there isn't a business out there that you know, runs ethically and gives back to their employees and gives back to the community that isn't successful. I mean, I'm using some double negatives probably in that. <laughs> but when when you really um, invest yourself into your employees, when you really invest yourself into your community and give back, God rewards you tenfold. I mean, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, and we live in a place, you know, you guys are in Fargo, we're in Sioux Falls, and the upper Midwest right now is you know, really, the economy's really going well. Unemployment is super low. And so what do most companies talk about is is they are fighting for the best of the best in the mm-hmm. workforce and fighting just to keep people. And so how do you do that? One of the best ways is to implement these practices into your business because you're going to have happier employees that feel fulfilled, that feel like they're in it for the right thing, and you're going to retain people. And, and isn't that what it's all about, is having the best people that believe in the same, same things you believe in working on your team? Sure. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Brian? How, was, how have you been able to take what you've learned in the conferences and put that into practice in your own business? Yeah, a lot of the ways that I've kind of explained is I'm, I'm in marketing, and it's given me, uh, and I market a company who we work all across the country, and it's given me a way of looking at things of like, okay, how do the goods and services that the company that I work for how do we provide those services in a positive manner? How do we provide them so that everybody wins, including our employees, including the customer? And I, I start, I've started looking at things as what's in it for everyone, not just what's in it for us, but what's in mm-hmm. it for everybody and how can we help everyone in the process? Hmm. I can only imagine that that radically begins to change the equation when you begin asking that question. Yeah, you definitely do look at the world a lot differently when you, your eyes begin to get open to this this thought process of the common good and subsidiarity and all of these things that you know you've seen, but you don't you don't have a lens to look at them through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're speaking right now with uh, Brian Cooper with regard to the uh, give give me the name the actual name of the conference is the Faith and Business Conference, Brian. Yep. So Faith it is and the Business Faith conference. and Business Conference. And uh, it is August 8th in Sioux Falls at the Ramcota Hotel. And the easiest way to get tickets is faithinbusinessconference.com. Uh, on our website, we have uh, a video about what you're going to get at the conference. We have our list of speakers and time and our great partners that are helping us in this endeavor. And so, yeah, that's where you can go to get everything you need to know about the Faith and Business Conference that's open to anyone of all faiths. Excellent. I got the chance to go down to one of the Faith and Business Conferences. Is either last year or two years ago. It was a terrific experience. I, um, I remember one of the speakers was, a, was an owner of something like 50 Burger King uh, restaurants. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and it was just it was amazing to see 
the way that he just he cared about the people who worked for him. He'd go around and talk to the employees, and you know, one of his stores made a point of doing that regularly, and just really caring about what was going on in their own individual personal lives. Mm-hmm. And you could just see. I mean, the the man was was amazing. It wasn't like he was this highly polished executive. He was a yep. he was a simple guy who just cared about other people, and and that kind of just naturally multiplied itself. It was it was awesome to see the the culture and environment that he had created in a fast food industry. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's the thing that we're trying to get to people is it doesn't matter if you're the CEO or the president of a company or somebody who just goes in on a daily basis, you know, to do a regular job. It doesn't matter. You can still bring these things to work and be a force multiplier within your organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we do all have different gifts. I mean, and and I mean even in scripture it talks about, you know, God being the head and and we're the many parts that make things work and uh and just to understand that you know, the business owner and the person who is on the floor or whatever, they have that they're both children of God. Yeah. And they both have a, a role and a purpose and um, a dignity that is deserved yep. to them. Yeah. So, Brian, what are some of the topics and speakers coming up at this year's conference? So this year, uh, we've got another uh, great lineup of speakers. We do three speakers. Um, one of them is Catherine Pakalik, and she is a professor professor of economics at Catholic University of America in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Uh, and she'll take a look at, you know, the academics of business and how a lot of these principles apply. Uh, we're really lucky also to have uh, Father Jim Mason, uh, a priest of the Sioux Falls Diocese, who is the mm-hmm. rector at um, uh, the... Uh, it's one of the A rector areas. in yeah. uh, St. Louis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to think of where he's at. Yep. And, um, and he's going to really bring the, that spiritual aspect of, okay, what is business, and is it a force for good, and that spiritual part of how it connects your Sunday into your Monday. And then the third speaker we have, who is a local, um, a local executive coach in Sioux Falls, Tom Morgan, he, um, he coaches about a dozen businesses around uh, our area, and he is great. He's a Catholic in Sioux Falls, and he brings a lot of things. When you listen to Tom, you, you know he's Catholic if you know what he's talking about, and if you don't, planting these seeds of human dignity and and things like that that you look at and say, oh, wow, this makes a lot of sense. And then you figure out later, oh, wait, these are Catholic social teachings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> teaching us. Only we don't know that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the beauty of it is as you come to know Catholic social teaching more and more, it's like it, it, it just resonates. It, it makes sense. Like this is how one who, um, who has the mind of Christ would interact with with others in the business world. Yeah. Right, right. And and the beauty of Catholic social teaching, it's it's how we act and how how the example we're giving, it's not what we're saying, it's what we're doing. And so it's really cool to have that integrated, yeah, you know, in yeah. into this conference. Um, you know, you should let us know the details one more time. If I'm a, a business, how can I get registered to attend? Or if I'm a person who wants to, you know, attend as an individual, you know, give us those details again, Brian. Yep. Go to faithandbusiness.com. Yep. Faithandbusinessconference.com. And it's Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls. The great part about it, we start at 11 a.m. with Mass. If uh, you're Catholic and would like to join us, if you're not, that's completely fine. The conference will start at noon. And we go from noon to four, and we'll have our three speakers. Will be great. 
uh, panel discussion, and then we'll get everybody out of there. So it's a great half day. So that's nice. that's why we've set it up this way is for people who, you know, work. They, they can't always take a day off or can't do all that. So we made it a half-day conference. Registration is only $50. If your business wants to become a partner, again, faithinbusinessconference.com, and you can find out there how to become a partner, how to get your tickets. All the information is there. Excellent. Well, Brian, thank you for taking some time to be with us this morning. It's been a, a treat having you on. Thank you both. Yeah, All right. thank well, you. God bless you. Up next, it's time to take the 10-minute tour around our area of local events. Later in the show, we've got Father Joseph Doust of the Diocese of Rapid City, who will give us an update on the cause for sainthood of a local Lakota man. Uh, we're Brad Gray and Janine Bitson here on Real Presence Live. We look forward to being with you on the other side of this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And we've got not only great Catholic content, we've got great Catholic events coming up, too, because we're getting ready to to do our 10-minute tour. But first, I want to mention once again that this is Real Presence Live, and we're coming to you live from Hurley's Religious Goods here in Fargo. We got Brad Gray and Janine Bitson here on the on the microphones, right? Yeah, I'm really loving this. Uh, you know, it, I've been in this store many times, mm-hmm. but 
you <laughs> you see even more when you sit here for a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just like, wow, you could get lost in here with amongst so many beautiful, beautiful paintings and statues. And, you know, we've been here for communion, First Communion gifts and confirmation yep. gifts and baptism gifts. Um, but, boy, just to come around here and the cards that they have for every single day, you know, events in yep. your life, uh, Every every wall in every home uh, should have a crucifix, at least every room. Amen so, to that, sister. Isn't that great? Yeah, beautiful yeah. crosses, uh, holy water fonts. Uh, there's all kinds of beautiful yeah. things. Yeah, absolutely. So come on down oh, to Hurley's. Oh. We've got the keys going. We're got the gas is running. They're gas stopping is running. at Curly's. <laughs> gas is running. Oh, this is here. This is dangerous. All right, we're moving along with our 10-minute uh, tour, and we now have Frank on the line to from the Hot Springs area, Right to Life. Are you there, Frank? Yes, I am. Can you tell us a little bit about what's coming up? Sure. Um, I'm, I hope you're all having a blessed day today. Uh, on the behalf of the Hot Missouri Right to Life, I would like to invite the Real Presence Radio listeners to our 48th annual South Dakota Right to Life Convention. It's going to be held Saturday, September 21st from 9 to 5, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Mueller Center in Hot Springs, South Dakota. We have featured speech speakers of uh, Dr. Joseph Bottom. He's an author and a professor at Dakota State College. Alan Schleeman, uh, he's with Stand to Reason, and Cheryl Sullinger is the uh, Vice President of Operation Rescue. Those three are our featured speakers. We also have a breakout session for youth that's going to be led by Cassidy Null. Registration for the event is $30 per person, including lunch. Youth 18 and under will be free. And we will also be showing the Gosnell movie Friday the 20th at 7 p.m. at the same location. It's a great time of the year to get away to the Black Hills. The fall weather is beautiful, and we expect an, inspire, expect an inspiring convention. Registration form available at hsartl.org. And we also have advertising and sponsorship opportunities available as well. That's at our website, hotspringsarearightslife.org abbreviated H-S-A-R-P-L.org. Wow, well, thank you so much, Frank, and thanks for all your work you do for the right of life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fantastic. You've been running this for 48 years now. Well, we have been. The convention moves throughout the state, so um, we're lucky one to have it this year. So we hope everybody can attend. Awesome. Well, Well, thanks so much for being on with us, Frank. Thank you. All right. God bless. Well, next we're going to announce the Pub for a Purpose here in Fargo, North Dakota. And this is going to be a great event held on Monday, August 5th. Well, 2019 (laughs) at Rose Creek Golf Course. So the proceeds from this event will help benefit seminarian education and youth programs throughout the Diocese of Fargo. Uh, These programs include March for Life, Search, Catholic Youth Advisory Council, and Youth Camps. And if you would like to putt for a purpose, make a donation, or become a sponsor, please contact the Catholic Development Foundation. Uh, You can contact Steve Schoens at 701-356-7900. Or you can uh, write a letter to 5201 Bishops Boulevard South, Suite A in Fargo, or just stop by there too. Uh, You can also reach Steve at Steve, uh, in parentheses, D-O-T, Shones at FargoDiocese.org. So 
get a, get your clubs ready and help to support these great events. We are also going to be hosting Real Presence Live Radio from Rose Creek for the Pup for a Purpose. And you'll be hosting that, won't you, Janine? Yes, I will, Excellent. along with Jack Canelli. Awesome. All right, well, our next event is a farewell mass for Bishop Robert Groose of the Diocese of Rapid City. Uh, that's going to be taking place. This is an opportunity for people to say goodbye and Bishop to say goodbye to the people uh, of the Diocese of Rapid City. Uh, please come to a massive farewell at 5.30 p.m. on Tuesday, July 16th. So that's coming up fast at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help to be followed by a short program and light supper in the Cathedral Hall. Everyone's invited. Everyone's welcome. There's no cost to attend the Mass, of course. As everyone may know, Bishop Groose has been appointed as the new Bishop of Saginaw, Michigan, and he's going to be installed there on July 26th. So this is a nice opportunity for the Bishop to say goodbye to the people of the Diocese of Rapid City and for them to say farewell and thanks so much to their, their Bishop. He's just a, done a fantastic job. Absolutely. All right, well, we now have uh, Lynn on the phone to speak about St. Lambert's rum, rummage sale. Is that right? Lynn, are you there? Yes, I am. Excellent. Well, tell us what's happening. Um, on Friday and Saturday and Sunday next week, the 19th, 20th, and 21, um, St. Lambert has a giant rummage book and bake sale. On Friday and Saturday, we run from 8 to 7, and Sunday from 8 to 1. And on Sunday, we have a bag sale. Everything in the bag you can get for a dollar. We also have a great bake sale, and we serve lunch on Friday and Saturday. We fill a gym and five classrooms, the school and church hallways, and a meeting room with all of the good rummies that our parishioners donate. And this is a major fundraiser for our parish. Okay, so that's that. this is for St. Lambert's Catholic Church in Sioux Falls? In Sioux Falls at 16th and Bonson. That's fantastic. What a great way to reuse, redistribute, and uh, make a make an income for your ministry, too. The church bake sale. Right, and- yeah, rummage sales are awesome. You can't reuse that, though. I mean, the bake sale. <laughs> the bake sale I mean, is there a one-time that. item. <laughs> <laughs> we get lots of goodies in, and we have fresh cinnamon and caramel rolls every Ooh. morning. So that that entices a lot of people to get there early. <laughs> that sounds delightful. So you said that's Friday the 19th, Friday, July 19th, uh, Saturday, July 20th, and Sunday, July 21st. And it's going to start Correct. up at, uh, what time does it start on, the, on Friday? Friday and Saturday, we're from 8 to 7. And Sunday from eight to one. Well, okay. thank you so if you much. Can't for... make it till late Saturday or Sunday. There's plenty left. There's always a lot of good items. So, oh, well, thank you so much for all you do, Lynn, and uh, good luck with your event. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for your time. All right. Thank well, you. God bless you. God bless. Thank all you. Right. Yep. Bye. All right. Well, next we're going. And we're moving along. Yeah, we sure are. We. That's a great event with Lynn. Yep. So now we're going to Duluth. We're going to go to our Mass of Healing and Prayer. And that's going to be held on Monday, July 29th. And you are all invited to come to the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary at 2801 East 4th Street in Duluth to pray for and receive petition prayers for healing. Mass is celebrated at 6 p.m followed by individual prayers. You are also welcome and encouraged to attend Adoration, which is held from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And confessions will also be available from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. that same day. Confession, what a great opportunity yeah. for healing. And, and these Masses for Healing are really a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. We had one at the Cathedral probably 
four or five years ago and it was just it was a powerful event mm -hmm. um, and, and people do find so much healing in that of things that can be you know roadblocks into receiving the Lord God's mercy. Right, right. So Monday, July 29th, put it on your calendar at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. All right, and we're moving on now. We've got a Marriage Encounter Weekend in Cedar, Minnesota. This is uh, an opportunity to grow deeper in that love. A Marriage Encounter Weekend allows a husband and wife to get away together and focus on each other, which is really it's needed. It's needed. Yeah. The next available weekends are August 3rd and 4th uh, in Cedar, Minnesota, and September 20th through the 22nd in Alexandria, Minnesota. So you can register, you want to register early for these. For more information, you can visit the website at northmnwwme.org. That's northmn for Minnesota, wwme for worldwidemarriageencounter.org, or contact Alan and Missy at applications at northmnwwme.org, or call 888-455-3496. An opportunity to to grow deeper in your love in your marriages. It's what a fantastic uh, opportunity and, yeah, and much needed. Excellent. Well, that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be happy to feature it. All right. Well, coming up next, we have Father Joseph Doust, who will be joining us to give us an update on the process of a soon-to-be saint. And later, do you want to go on a pilgrimage to France? I know I do. Tune in to hear more from Judy Madsen on this great opportunity. This is Brad Gray and Janine Bitson on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. 
We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. I think we're going to call this Real Presence Liver, because we're liver than we've ever been. Yeah. We're, we're so live, we're out of studio in uh, in sight, on site at Hurley's Religious Goods here in Fargo. It's fantastic. I'm just really, really excited about being here. And I'm sure once we get done on here at 11, I've I'm got, probably going to be shopping. I've got my shopping list ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was already scoping out some of the commentaries on scripture and some different items that I need to pick up. So it's it's a, it's a fun thing. We're, we're grateful that uh, Brandon and Aaron and the crew over at Real Presence have lined this up to, to be on site. And we're grateful for Mark McAllister and yep. his sister for letting us... Yep, okay. uh, be here on site yeah so yeah what a wonderful really place to be you, you really couldn't get a more sublime i mean i guess unless we we're going to be broadcasting from a sanctuary of a church or something like that but, yeah, we but apart from that, do that yeah. but in the gathering area we could yeah. <laughs> excellent well we are going to keep moving along with our real presence live show now we're going to be joined we are joined by father joseph doust from um from the diocese of rapid city good morning to you father good morning Thank you for being on with us. I have to ask you, did I pronounce your last name correctly? Is it Douster? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Douster is fine. We'll go with it anyway. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. This is so exciting that um, you're going to be talking to us about a canonization that is before us. Uh, So exciting. So thank you for being with us. Yeah. So can you give us a little bit uh, about a background about Nicholas Black Elk and uh, the process of canonization? Well, uh, Nicholas Black Elk is a Lakota, Oglala Lakota Native American who was born um, in Wyoming, basically in Indian Territory, sometime in the 1860s. You don't know, there's some dispute about what they didn't keep track of birthdays then. Mm. Uh, and he died in 1950. So he lived through the most traumatic uh, part of uh, what was happening, uh, certainly to the Indians on the plains, mm. Native Americans, uh, of their kind of... Uh, initial defeat of the U.S. Army, but then afterwards being defeated by the Army and forced onto reservations and what they call cultural genocide. In the process of that, he spent the first maybe about 40 years of his life as an Oglala Lakota holy man, uh, someone who did healings, a medicine man. And in 1904, when he was around 40 years, 38, 40 years old, he uh, was baptized Catholic here at the Holy Rosary Mission on Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. And soon thereafter, he became a catechist and spent about three decades working for Holy Rosary Mission as a catechist, um, being very effective at it, in fact. Hmm. And then the last decade or so of his life, he was kind of blind and uh, plain. He'd had polio when he was young and so on. And he died in 1950. But throughout his life, he was a, both a practitioner and a believer in the, the native spirituality that had come to him through his ancestors. Hmm. Um, 
the unique thing about him, I think, is is that he was able to combine uh, the spirituality that he kind of received from his people's traditions with Catholicism in a marvelous and integrated way, rather than choosing one or the other. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it true, Father, that every spirituality uh, has a, at least a hint of, of I mean, Catholicism of the way that God makes himself known and present to us, right? I mean, the, that the, the, the Second Vatican Council talks about how there are saving elements outside of the visible, physical Catholic Church, but all of those elements belong to the Church and they lead back toward the Church, right? Right. The, uh, they talk about the seeds of the Word that were planted. Because wherever there have been human beings, God has been present. Mm-hmm. And if God, you know, spent 10,000 or 30,000 years here before the missionaries arrived, God's effect is in the people. Yeah. Like right. any culture, including ours, uh, Western culture, there are always defects in any culture, so it isn't like pure God, but God can be found in it. And that's really the exciting thing about this cause, I think, is that mm-hmm. it's the Church coming to recognize some of those seeds of the Word, which not only help the Lakota, but can now help the Universal Church. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Father, how long has, has uh, Nicholas Black Elk's cause for canonization been in process, and what started that all off? Well, it really started with the canonization of Caterity uh, Tetraclusa in mm-hmm. Rome. Uh, some people there said, well, what about Black Elk? They came back, and then they started, and there was a petition drive and everything else. And back in March in 2016, there were over 1,600 petitions for his canonization, uh, they had been gathered, uh, they were largely among Native Americans all over the United States, but they also included lots of other people, including international people, hmm. who were interested in this cause. Well, those were presented to the Bishop of Rapid City, which is where the Holy Rosary Mission and Pine Ridge Indian Reservation are. Um, the ones actually doing the presenting were descendants of Blackout, of his relatives. But the petitions were from many others. And the cause was officially opened by the Bishop, in 2017, in October, oh. we had a mass here. Okay. And with permission of the U.S. bishops in the Vatican, he became servant of God, Nicholas Blackout. Wow. Hmm. So with with the canonization process, I'm I'm a bit familiar, um, you know, because uh, my mother-in-law's miracle cure was recognized for the beatification of a saint. Have there mm-hmm. been uh, miracles associated with black elk? Well, uh, we have people who have written into the bishop or to uh, myself about, you know, I had a miracle. Uh, as far as uh, where things are, none of those would count yet. Mm. Okay. Because until the Vatican declares him venerable, right. we finished the local cause of, of uh, Nicholas Black out here, the diocesan phase. Mm-hmm. We successfully completed that and closed it two weeks ago and sent everything to Rome. Beautiful. So Rome has to parse all that for about a year, typically, and then hopefully the Pope would declare uh, Nicholas Venerable. Then the miracles would count if they happened, and of course that's not under our control. Right, and but the investigation process has begun on certain miracles then. So, Father, um, you know... we. Janine and I may have some familiarity with the process of canonization. You've mentioned a couple of components, but could you briefly overall overview the whole canonization process that, that one would go through on their way to sure. Uh Someone has to open the cause by way of petition. Technically speaking, 
here it ended up being the bishop, but it was because of the 1600 petitions he received. So mm. somebody mm-hmm. petitioned to open a cause, and a, the bishop of the place where the person died has to say, look around, talk to people, see that, yeah, this looks like it could be a good one, mm-hmm. and then open the cause with the permission of the American bishops and of the Vatican. They're not giving approval to the whole thing yet. They're just saying this looks this doesn't look like it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the cause opens, then you have to do all of this investigation. You have to get witnesses to read all the next. You have to get a historical commission to look at all the archives. You have to get a theological commission to examine the writings. Mm-hmm. All that stuff has been what's going on since October of 2017. Mm. Then that, when the local phase, the diocesan phase is complete, you have to send everything to Rome, and that's what we just did two weeks ago. Rome examines it and it recommends to the Pope, or doesn't, yes, this man really looks holy, there's real evidence that he, he's regarded as holy and that people pray to him, that have devotion to him. After he's venerable, then if a miracle happens and is uh, investigated and affirmed by the Vatican as being solely due to the intercession of this case, Nicholas Blackhawk, then he can be beatified. Okay. Then you wait for another miracle, and then he can be canonized the saint. Mm-hmm. So right now he's referred to as servant of God, right? Right. And that began when the diocesan phase opened. Is that a, when he was the approval? When, once the Vatican approved the opening of the local cause. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Excellent. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, it's something that um, you know God gives us saints as examples of how we live our own yeah, lives, yeah. but then we're also all called to be saints, and that's why these holy men and women that the Vatican recognizes are so important yeah. uh, for us in our daily lives. Father, we're coming to the end here, but I want to ask, where can people find out more about Nicholas Black Elk and hear, you know, discover more about his story? Sure. Well, first of all, they can contact the Office of Native Ministers of the Diocese, the Diocese. Okay or brochures and prayer cards and things like that. Okay. Uh, probably the most important book that really talks about is Catholic as well as Lakota life, because the popular books out there, Black Rock Speaks, for instance, or The Sacred Pipe, merely give his Lakota traditional prior to 1900 oh, life, okay. which is valid, but it's only part of his life. Books by Michael Stelsenkamp, a Jesuit anthropologist who came out and interviewed a lot of people on the reservation back in the 1970s who knew him and found out that he was remembered not as this famous medicine man, but as this holy mm. practitioner of both Lakota and Catholic. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really want to take, thank you for taking time to be on with us right now, but also especially for forwarding his cause and giving this great example mm-hmm. uh, to the Native American people of our country of what, you know, what it means to be holy or, or how, how accessible that is of you know, growing in deeper relationship with the Lord God. So thank you so mm-hmm. much for the work you're doing, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Servant of God, Nicholas Blackout, pray for us. Pray for us. Amen. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for giving us that update, Father. We are going to have to step away, but coming up, you won't want to miss an opportunity to travel to Catholic France. This is Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marnie College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. <laughs> I'm loving it. I, I love that uh, that new intro that where the intro. devil is dumb. I don't <laughs> think we've had that previously. So that's fantastic. This is Real Presence Live with Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. We are so grateful that everyone has been tuning in this morning. We are in the home stretch now of this Wednesday edition of Real Presence Live, and uh, we're we're happy to turn our attention now to Judy Madsen, who will be speaking with us about a pilgrimage to France. Good morning to you, Judy. Good morning. Thanks for being with us this morning. It's great Thank to you. have you. I'm I'm excited to hear about this because I've been to France twice. I've really only been out of the country to Canada and France, and so um, I I love and they have a connection. Tr- yeah, they do. They do. They're <laughs> French Canadians and all that. And so I'm I'm eager to hear more about uh, what you've got coming up because it was just a, a wonderful, wonderful experience for me. Well, um, this trip is going to be focusing on two church-approved apparitions of Mary. Ooh. So we're going to be in both Lourdes. And we will also be in Paris, and then we'll be trekking from Paris down to Lourdes and stopping at uh, St. Teresa of Lisieux, uh-huh. okay. also Joan of Arc. And we will be um, on the feast day of St. Margaret Mary of Aliquot oh, at, uh, in her awesome. chapel on that day. Really? Yes, yes. Oh, that's fantastic, because uh, um, one of my favorite saints is St. Claude de la Colombière, who was her spiritual director. So. Okay. But uh, Judy, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this? What you know, what do you do? Wh- where's this coming from? Okay, so I'm actually from the Diocese of Fargo. I'm part of um, Father Casey's flock in Argusville. Okay. And um, how it got started, um, I had looked for several different people to try to put together a 
tour looking at the church-approved mirroring apparitions in France, which are four of the two in Belgium and the one in England. Mm. And I was sitting on a plane talking to Father Chuck Huck, who's from the Diocese mm-hmm. of Crookston. We had just returned from a pilgrimage in the Holy Land. Okay. And he says to me, Judy, why don't you put it together? Mm. So he gave me the person who helped him put together the tour in for the Holy Land. Okay. And I laid out what I want to do, and Bill Burke said, you need 35 days to do that. what you want to do. So we kind of pared <laughs> <laughs> it down to the nine days and, and picked out what we thought would be the most important. Yeah. And a lot of people like to go to Paris to see the sites there. And yeah. also we'll be going to the Shrine of the Miraculous Medal. So. Excellent. So have you been over to France before yourself? Yes. I was on tour with Father Chuck Huck. We were in Fatima and Lourdes together. Oh, okay. But the rest of the sites are all new to me. Oh, fun. Oh, so it's you'll have uh, a way to share what you've experienced, but also a way to take in new. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Very exciting. Well, all right. So wh- you said you've been to which sites now? Lourdes. Lourdes and, and Fatima. Par- and Paris, I suppose, right? I was no? at Par- Paris with my folks, so I wasn't there, um, Okay. you know, doing the religious Okay, excellent. Sure. But I'm sure you at Notre Dame. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's got to be somewhat religious. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a different experience <laughs> and, now. And then to be in Fatima in Portugal, what a beautiful it place was. to be as well. Oh, that's great. I've only been to Belgium out of those. Okay. I've been in, in Rome and then in Belgium. So i gotta I got to fill in the blanks between Fatima and Lourdes. Well, then you should come <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah, you there go. You go. <laughs> so now, Judy, what you're lining up is more than just like a vacation, right? It's not just Correct. a trip to some other place. This is a pilgrimage. So what... Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you to be a pilgrim? Well, it means to um, to journey and get closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it was important to have these two sites where Mary appeared. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in Lourdes, there still continues to be miracles that are occurring. Yeah. Yeah. And then, too, I wanted to draw on the lives of the saints and to be, you know, where they actually lived, walked in that area. And also to pay respect for the people who felt that those sites were holy and made chapels and churches out of there so that somebody like myself can come in there and visit them, you know, hundreds of years later. Mm -hmm. So I I do that as gratitude for them, for their dedication of their, you know, finances as well as their lives. And, um, you know, they certainly didn't do these to make money. They did in honor. Yeah, they they did it to give glory to God. Yes. And and we give glory to God when we honor the faithful in the history that has come before us. It's I always find it especially going to those, you know, those grand churches and cathedrals and so on in in Europe and that there's just such a richness of experience. It's not something that has to be said. You just feel it. You feel the the legacy of hundreds of years of people mm-hmm. encountering the Lord God here, being transformed by His grace. Uh, you know, growing in sanctity, and 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 that these are the same halls that that saints that are right now beholding the the unveiled glory of God mm-hmm. uh, walked and the the pews that they sat in and all that. It's so majestic, yeah, and powerful. Yes, and I think when you're there too, I try to pray to the saints that actually live there mm-hmm. to ask them, you know, how did they feel that call to do God's will yeah. and for them to strengthen me on my journey too to also be doing that. That's a big thing. I mean, the, obviously we have, as Catholics, we acknowledge the, the communion of saints and that we do have this this cloud of witnesses up in heaven as the book of Revelation talks about calling us on, beckoning, you know, interceding for us, you know, sending, showering down the graces through, you know, through their intercession, the Lord sends graces down to us. So that is just, that's awesome. I, I want to mention that we are in the final segment of Real Presence Live right now. 
uh, Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. We're speaking with Judy Matson about this upcoming pilgrimage that uh, Judy is is putting together to France. So, so um, when is this all going to take place, Judy? Yeah. It's actually going to be October 10th through the 20th oh, of this year. So it's coming birthday. up. Okay. The 10th <laughs> or the 20th? The 10th. <laughs> okay. Both of them. They're all my birthday. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get really old this year. So I'm encouraging people to that want to know more about the trip, they can either call me at 701-205-9318 or to go to World Strides, which is all one world word, worldstrides.com slash register and the trip number is 166594 we're going to be buying our tickets this week so oh boy. if you are interested in going <laughs> or even thinking about it you need to give me a call today and um, then even if you're kind of just thinking about it kind of on the fence I kind of need to know the, the head counts so that we can purchase those tickets sure. together on what, what do you anticipate the cost of the pilgrimage being? Right now, it's fifty one ninety nine. So okay. that includes the airfare round trip out of out of Minneapolis. Okay. You know the hotels. We have local guides that have a lot more um, in depth history that they can relate to and yeah. um, knowledge of the sites that we're visiting. And then, of course, we have our breakfast and our evening meals, lunches on your own to kind of give you a little bit of break and do some of your own tour- touring. Sure. Um, and yeah, so that's it. Well, that sounds sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pilgrimage to France. When you think of the history in France and all the incredible saints that have, you know, come out of France through through the different crosses that they've lived through. I mean, it's uh, it's it, it would just be amazing. Yeah, yeah. and then and then two we're going to see two incorrupt bodies. Well, oh yeah, right. Yeah, Saint Catherine Labouré, mm. and as well as Saint Bernadette. And I've seen Saint Bernadette, and she looks like she's just she sleeping. Like she you does. just want to go and wake her up and say, yeah, "Hey, like, sister." Yeah. yeah. After yeah. 150 years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is an amazing thing, because Saint Catherine Labouré is right there in Paris, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little tucked away corner. Yep. So. Yeah. And we will be having mass at the shrine over the Miraculous Mill too. I have oh. a priest traveling with us as well. Um, he wishes to remain anonymous at yeah. this point. So, sure. Yeah. Will you get to check out the Sacre Coeur? The, the yes, we are uh, going there too. That is fantastic. It's it overlooks all of Paris. This beautiful basilica up on the hill mm. um, that that's just got a glorious view. You get to see the Eiffel Tower and all of Paris sprawled out in front of you. Yep, and it means Sacred Heart. Yeah. Yep. Well, we really encourage our listeners that if you are able to to make this pilgrimage to France, to to please call today uh, with the number that was given. You want to give the number one more time? 701-205-9318. Yeah, and how important it is for us to take pilgrimages Mm -hmm. as Catholics. I, I know I'll never forget our pilgrimage to Belgium. You know, it is just phenomenal. And you talk about the high hills, and we weren't that far away from France. Yeah, true. You know, where we were niched in, but uh, it's just such beautiful country. And then to tie it in with our Catholic faith and the people who have come before us yeah. and, and and what they have done to stand firm in the truths of our faith yeah. and, and share that beauty. You so, know, yeah, absolutely. And on that point, Judy, if, if I haven't been on pilgrimage before, what, I'm not sure what I, if I'd like to go, what would you say to encourage me? Well, first of all, I would you know, tell you how wonderful my experiences mm. were, how much I grew in faith. You get to share with other people who are also wanting to do that same thing like you do, get closer to God. Mm. And two, I would say, you know, spend time in the Adoration Chapel, yeah. pray a little bit about it. And um, there, 
what I like to when we went to Lourdes is that experience in the evening of doing that procession with the candles where everybody's saying the rosary mm. in their language and you have thousands of people huh. there. You just feel like you are actually mm-hmm. can see that whole body of Christ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. And and the point that you made, I think, is a, a good one, too, that on pilgrimage, oftentimes the Lord speaks to us in a very unique and individual way in, a, in something that we bring back with us, right? That continues, it's, it's a very formative type of experience that continues to resonate long after we come back, mm-hmm. merely than just going on a trip and I have my me- nice memories of this place I went to and so on, that there's, there's a way the Lord touches me in that, right? Yeah. Yes, you come back changed. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's definitely the definition of a pilgrimage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. Can you briefly run through the places you're going to again? Okay, so we start in Paris, and we will be having mass at the Miraculous Medal, seeing the body of Saint Catherine Labre, and Saint Vincent de Paul. Then some usual Parisian landmarks. Um, then we travel down to the coast, and we will be with the Chapel of um, Joan of Arc, mm. Saint Teresa de Sur. Then we will ha- be on the feast day of St. Margaret Mary Aliquot, mm. who started the first Friday devotionals mm-hmm. um, and at her chapel. And then we end in Lourdes. We'll be there for two days, touring where St. Bernadette grew up, seeing her body in the Mass of the Grotto, and of course doing that glorious um, rosary in the evening. Sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. I, I certainly, I wish that I could jump on board, but uh, hopefully there are viewers, uh, our listeners, viewers, uh, viewers that are listening <laughs> that, that have the opportunity to, to do that very thing. So thanks so much for being with yeah, us, Judy. Thank you very thanks. much, thank Judy. You. Thank you for organizing this. It's no small task. No, that's well uh, worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we pray that it'll be a, a very blessed experience for you and all the pilgrims. Appreciate that. All right. Well, we are going to have to turn back to Aaron at this point and have Aaron tell us what's coming up on the horizon for tomorrow. Absolutely. It's going to be a great show. We have Brother Mike, our Father James Gross is going to be our host, and he's going to have Brother Michael Taffy from the Assumption Abbey to talk about what it means to be a Benedictine, since tomorrow is the memorial of St. Benedict. We've also got your prayers that we'll be praying during our prayerfully yours. We'll speak with Bishop Robert Gruse of the Diocese of Rapid City to talk about his final thoughts on his new assignment. And we'll talk with Jerome Richter about why St. Benedict is so instrumental. And we'll have Angela Wambach to talk about the women's, the formerly First Choice Clinic. And she'll be coming to talk about the new things coming up there. All that on Real Presence Live. Right back to you guys. Very oh, cool. Thanks, Thanks Aaron. so much. Yeah, there's so many exciting things going on with the new Women's Care Center yeah. with Angie. She's uh, a dear friend, and oh. she's been doing fantastic things with First Choice, formerly First Choice, mm. now into the Women's Care Clinic. So oh. Oh. they made their big move down. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, very exciting. Well, it sounds like a great show. Thank you, Aaron. Great show, yeah, absolutely. It's been a great show. This one too. It's uh, there's just it's always awesome to see how the Holy Spirit shows up and and makes Himself known through all the guests, through the encounters that we have. Yeah. Just and through awesome. Hurley's. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hurley's open Hurley's, yeah. open all day until. How long are they open today? Till five. five. So you have until five o'clock today and every day of the week. Uh, Except for Sunday. Except for Sunday, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. They have, uh, they and Chick-fil-A and maybe Hobby Lobby? I'm not sure if Hobby And, and my father-in-law's business, our jewelry yeah, store, that's never opened a Sunday. That's terrific. That was 
mother-in-law's rule. <laughs> well, let's just close with a glory be. In Absolutely. The, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now, and ever shall be, world without end. This Amen. God bless you all. Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.